everyone. Welcome to a Spice Chaos mini-sode. It's a teeny tiny baby-sode. I mean, we're going to try to keep it that way. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, we like to talk. You guys know us. We've been all over the board with times lately. I mean, we've had like hour and a half long episodes, two hour and 15 minute long episodes, 21 minute episode. Like we just don't even have a pattern. Mm-mm. No, I mean, you just, you're welcome for all of the things for all you of just, the shows. We like to keep you guys guessing. It's so. true. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how long this will be? <laughs> yeah. Cause we have some things to talk about. We do over there though, is Caitlin from creating in chaos. Right. And over there is Leanne from spice plans. Hey y'all. <laughs> um, okay. So planner land is crazy again, again. And does it feel like it happens every time? This like, time of year is just like, it's wild. It's wild. It's tense. It is. Yeah. <sighs> I don't like it. I don't like conflict. I, I don't like conflict either. Um, but I also don't like like what I like less than conflict is potential, like, I don't know, unfairness, I guess. Right. Well, okay. So since our last episode, which was Monday and we were just the two of us on Monday, yep. um, we did discuss on a Monday's episode, some of the stuff that's going on with the happy planner squad and PR teams and things like that. And um, yeah. So when we made that episode, I mean, Caitlin definitely had a very clear stance on the topic. Which still stands, and I'll get into that a little bit more, but I have found that my stance is a bit nuanced, I suppose. Yes. And I had my own ideas about this topic, about PR teams paying their representatives. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want for you guys to know that like our opinion is actually the same. Yeah. Like I, just because I was a little bit kind of a, what was it like a negative Nelly? You just had your sassy pants on. That's all. I was just very much like, yeah, I know that you're right. That PR team should be paid, but I was just kind of like, not, I didn't have any hope. Mm -hmm. So I just want to like put that out there that like, we're on the same team here. Like I'm definitely in agreement that Mm -hmm. if you do the work, you should get paid and that product is not payment. Right. Well, and I feel like you didn't have hope because historically, like that's just been the pattern for the planner community, right? That's just been like since time eternal, but we have some very um, determined planner babes in this community who are ready and they're seeing other communities get paid. And so I think that we're all just kind of ready for a piece of that pie. Yes. So I don't want to continue to say that I don't have hope, but maybe I did not come across or come out the gate, like as in favor of it as Caitlin. Yeah. And I just think that it is important for everyone to know that like, regardless of what my opinion was when we recorded this, Mm -hmm. which again was still on the same side as Caitlin. (laughs) Yes, she is. I am. But then all this other stuff came out, like we recorded this and then 30 minutes later, like all the crap hit the fan. (laughs) I know it has all been happening. And, um, like just to talk a little bit about like my nuanced stance, like, because I've been getting DMS and questions about like, you know, does that apply to small shops? Does that apply to big shops? And, 
whatever. But what I think should happen is if there is a planner shop that wants to send you their product and their product alone, that's fine. They can do that. That is their right. And that is the person in the community's right to accept that. However, that product needs to be sent without a list of 30 expectations, a whole supervisor, that kind of thing, because I'm not going to be doing full-time content creation uh, with how, with product as the only payment. And that is just me. Um, Again, if you are not in favor of that, or if you think differently, that's fine. We can definitely have a discussion about it. Um, I know a lot of people are happy to work for product only, but my question, I guess, is if you're happy to work for product only, um, is this something that you're just doing as a hobby? Are you trying to make a job of it? And what if you could have more than just product? Yes. Uh, and, and that, I think that your stance is correct. That, you know, a lot of the work that goes into creating content for companies that ask us to, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of work goes into that. And at the end of the day, if it's a job, then you should get paid. Yeah, exactly. If you're doing more than 20 hours of work per week, um, I do not think an exchange of product is a fair payment. That is true. And, you know, this, this idea of payment as product and exposure Mm -hmm. is, you know, I can see how that could be attractive to people when they're first starting out. Or if it's a hobby only, right? Like if all you want to do is grow lots of K's behind your name, right? And take pictures of your planner and maybe you're super happy with like your outside job and you don't ever care about making money from this. Um, And all you want to do is get free planner stuff sent to you so you don't ever have to buy it. That's again, that's totally fine. And that is your prerogative to take that but there should not be any expectation on the company's part for you to do anything with it. Yeah. I've kind of come to the point where I feel like if a company reaches out to me and wants for me to try their product, then they can send it to me and I'm not going to ask them for any payment, but they should not expect in return for me to post or do anything with the product. Exactly. They should not be asking for a reel, an Instagram post, a YouTube video right. here, post in my Facebook group here, promote it here, here, take a picture every this day and this day. Like there should be zero expectations because if you look at another model for that, we look over at the beauty community. If anybody is familiar with that. The larger influencers are sent PR boxes from makeup brands. The PR boxes are not sent with any expectations. They have a list of influencers that they want to send their stuff to. Some of those influencers show those things. Some of them don't. And I feel like that is a model that would work really well for the planner community as well. Right. Well, I think that it's important for us to discuss some of the things that have come to light since the last recording. Yeah. Because those things did not necessarily change my opinion on things, but they did burn my biscuits a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the community just kind of imploded and a lot has been happening. Yeah. Some of the stuff, you know, that came out at the end of last week was kind of like, okay. Um, yeah, this is worse than I thought. And (laughs) yeah, you know, like, for instance, we'll just, we'll just take the squad. For example, if we're going to talk PR teams, like that's the one, right? Yeah. That's the one that everyone is talking about right now. 
Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like that if there's people that want to be on the squad and they want a whole year where the happy planner sends them stuff and they enjoy taking the pictures and they don't mind not getting paid fine, fine. Mm -hmm. If the the happy planner squad has to be a non-paying job, fine, but they need to take away that whole idea of brand exclusivity. Yeah. Like maybe gotta go. Exactly. They need to take away the idea of brand exclusivity. They need to drop the idea that people need to close down their planner shops because some people make their whole living off of their planner shops. And I'm sorry, but a small sticker shop is not competition for the happy planner. I'm sorry. If one of their mentors can have maybe more of their mentors and squad members can have an active sticker shop, then that should, that rule needs to go away as well. Like I just, I, I don't agree with that. (laughs) I definitely don't agree that there is like different rules for different people. Mm -hmm. You know, that like these, these influencers over here that we're calling squad members or mentors or whatever, they are going to get happy planner product and get exposure from us. And they're also going to get paid and they can have their own shops. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard mixed things about the mentors getting paid from some people. I've heard that, yes, the mentors do get paid, but from a few former squad members who came into my inbox, they said that they didn't know, or that they thought that they weren't paid. So I'm not sure about that part of it, but even still they're allowed to have planner shops. They're allowed to have full Patreons with hundreds or thousands of people who follow them. So I'm not sure that I feel great about that. Yeah, I don't think that it's okay for a squad member who has their own shop to tell another person who is thinking of applying for the squad, wait a year before you open your shop. Yeah, exactly. Or to put your shop on timeout for a while. I don't like that either. And then I've also seen um, other content creators, namely Disney content creators are the ones that are coming to my mind right now who are very clearly creating paid content. It says ad under their Instagram post. They're linking it. They're doing all of the things. It's very clearly a paid sponsorship deal. And maybe I noticed that because I create content as well. And I've had those partnerships, but if you can have these paid sponsorship deals with other creators who are not in the planner community, why can you not benefit some of that money back into a community that essentially has built your brand? Well, I think that that is probably the one thing Well, there's a lot about this that has aggravated me, mm-hmm. but that to me is like one of the biggest slaps in the face. Yeah. Like is, you are saying that you need to have this PR team and you can't pay them, but you can pay these other creators over here. Right. But okay. As, as our friend Meg says, the math ain't math in. <laughs> that, yeah. It's like, okay. So they pick an influencer who has a certain large following, but is not a member of the planner community. Yeah. And they clearly offer them a paid opportunity. Very clearly. Very clearly. These influencers are not out here working for planners. Yeah. And we're seeing it because they're tagging hashtag happy planner. So when I'm like looking for new people in the hashtags, I'm going to see this. And sometimes when those collabs happen, the happy planner puts them on their feed. Exactly. But they, I see, okay. I've also seen very few promotions and photos from the happy planner squad on their feed this year too. Right. Exactly. So, you know, the claim that you're going to get exposure from the happy planners, Instagram. Yeah. Um, 
and you know obviously okay the claim that you're going to get a lot of product is true they do get a lot of product i mean that is yes you are going to get a lot of product um but but is it product that you would even want honestly i mean (laughs) you can't just send me like a random box of happy planners and it just be the right planner for me yeah i mean well and i guess they get to pick collections and stuff is what i've heard from from creators but I don't know. Right. Like I remember the days when Stephanie and Hannah used to run the squad and they would curate these boxes for these squad members. They would like put their personal touch on it and they would open the box and you would know that it was meant just for them or they would send them everything. Well, one or the other. Right. And you know, like I don't, at, at this point, I don't think that it's constructive for us to like slam past squad members. No. And like, I, I don't think that I would want to slam any past squad members. I wouldn't want to slam any people who are current mentors. Um, I right, love right. most of them and I, I admire most of them. Um, I don't know some of them and I think that that, I don't know. Um, but the ones that I do know are very kind, very sweet, um, seem to be very talented. And I mean, we just had a whole bunch of them on our show who we love and adore. Yes. And there's going to be squad members that are on different sides of this issue as well. It's true. Yeah. Some of them from past squads have had really good experiences and others maybe have had different experiences. Yes. It's going to be different for everybody that does it because everybody's different and everybody's life is different. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there may be people out there that have a lot of um, time and energy and love this hobby and totally don't mind that it's just a hobby. Mm -hmm. And those people may wind up on the squad and love that all they have to do is get free planners and put the pictures up. Yeah. Um, I I just don't know what all is involved, I suppose. Right. But those people may also be totally fine with only using the happy planner for a whole year. Like maybe they're not worried about that, you know? Yeah. I I guess. Yeah. You can't have people out here that are affiliated with the happy planner telling people to shut down their shops. Like that's just not okay. Like I I don't, I don't know. I, yeah while they have an active shop like that to me is just a it's just not a good look and then it just felt like the rules changed because there were squad members who also did PR for other companies when they were on the squad before they were mentors uh, like alongside their squad stuff like yes yes they did and (laughs) I am not gonna say any names okay no 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 it was definitely it was more than one person it's not just one person but I'll tell you the truth there is some washi upstairs in my stash that I own because of a squad member who pushed that washi yeah exactly and And so like why Mm-hmm. Why are the rules changing? Like, why are we saying, oh, this person or these people can do this, but oh, nope, now you can't do it on the squad. Nope, that's not going to be okay now. Yeah, I don't see why they've changed that rule because this this squad that, that just finished up, this is the first squad that's been under that exclusivity contract. Uh, yeah, this one that just finished, I think. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't- I think it was like an unwritten rule for the one before that. Okay. Well, they definitely didn't put it in like the, the rules. Right. Or in the so. verbiage. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I don't know, man. Like I, I just feel like they are the only brand. They are the only major planner brand on all of the ambassador teams that are available that have that written in there. And I just would like to know why. Yeah. My question is, what are you afraid of, bro? <laughs> I mean, do they really feel like that they need to own the Instagrams of 20 people for a year? 
Yeah. I mean, EC would never even think of that. And I think that they actually probably welcome smaller shops to like show their stickers and their planners because yeah. at the end of the day, you're still showing 70% of that photo or more is an EC planner. I just, I don't understand. I Like, it's just to me, you want 20 people to only post happy planner content for an entire year. That is so much free promotion, Caitlin. Yeah, exactly. It's so like, much. I That's so much. I, it's like, now that I think about it, like that is a lot. Yeah. And I keep going back to what Stephanie said. Like they've never had a commercial. They've never had to pay for marketing. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, okay. And you know, I can, I can attest to the fact that Instagram does work for selling things because really there are things that I have seen people have on their, in their planners that I have gone right out after I've seen it and bought it. And YouTube. I sell a lot of happy planner product on my YouTube channel. Not going to lie. Like I can, I can track it because I can see my daily sales on that affiliate thing. So after, after a big release, I can see that I have sold a crap load of happy planner product. I'm not going to say like how much I make from that affiliate program. Um, and you have to make $50 or more to get paid and I get paid every month from them. Yeah. And see, the thing about that is that like, there are people that are clicking on those links in your YouTube videos that aren't even people that are like big members of our community. Exactly. They're just looking for a planner and it looks cute and they want to buy one. (laughs) It's people that like planners and maybe they're not like super involved in like all the Instagram and all the planner drama and all the things. So. Right. And um, like right now it's teachers, a bunch of teachers are trying to buy their teacher planners. They're not necessarily planner babes, but they use a teacher planner every day or not every day, every year. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you also, and look, I don't even know if, and I think that Megan Meyer may have touched on this too. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you and I could be on the squad and have this podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a question. Or like, and would I be able to post other things on YouTube and Instagram? Would I have to quit posting about my kids on my Instagram? Right. And like, if we were on the podcast and one of us was on the squad and you're under that exclusivity contract, what, we can only talk about happy planner on our show. Like question. Yeah. That you is like, and obviously you can't participate in conversations about other planner stuff. Cause you're not buying other planner stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I mean, yes, it makes sense in a way for happy planner to say, if you're going to be on our squad, then for this year, we need for you to only use our products. But that to me is a lot. I think they should whittle it down to like 10 people. Yeah. And maybe give them a bonus or something. Like I just keep going back to also as a teacher, if they're going to ask me to do things that are above and beyond my normal things that I do. So in this example, like your normal things that you do would be post whatever you want, basically on your social media, whenever you want. And anything above and beyond that should get an extra duty stipend, in my opinion. And for teachers for a year or for nine months of extra duty, um, it can be anywhere from 3000 to like 6000, depending on what you're doing. And depending on your state. Yeah. And depending on your state and taxes and whatever, but it, it's a good chunk of change. So even if they said, if you're going to be on the squad, we'll give you 500 bucks to do this for a year. That would be fair, right? Like that would be how many more people would want to apply as well. And then I think they would then be more selective and they wouldn't necessarily just choose 
a person for this category, a person to meet this, you know, category, a person to meet that they might yeah. actually be looking for people who a can promote their product because it's a business. Um, if you have like 25 followers, you're not going to be able to promote a product as well as somebody that has a thousand plus. I'm sorry to say that, but that's just how it is. Um, it's with the Instagram algorithm and all of the things I don't make the rules, but that's just how it works. So they might actually look at people who promote the product, who can sell the product and who have beautiful content. They might actually really look at those things. Well, I just think that it would be great if they would choose people because, Hey, we really like your Instagram and we don't want it to change. Mm -hmm. But it seems to me like that a lot of times people have their Instagram and they're going along and they make the squad and then their whole Instagram like changes because they were friends with, with people on the squad. In my opinion, allegedly don't come for me. But like, could we also make sure that we are um, filling squad spots with people who deserve them, but also with underrepresented communities? Like if I saw a squad of all black and brown girls this year, that would make my heart so happy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do, they do obviously have some work to do in those areas as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a whole nother thing. Like is yeah you you know we can talk about you know we don't want to just this is not all slam the happy planner it's not but it's It's not I'd like I wouldn't mind if the happy planner answered my questions you know why are your squad your mentors allowed to do things your squad is not why are you paying people outside of the community when you can't play pay people that are in the planner community and like what is your purpose like I guess what's the why even behind having the squad anymore Well, it's almost like they've gotten away with it for this long. Yeah. That, you know, they might as well just, and maybe they'll see this year that there's been like some pushback and that we in the community would like to see some change. Yeah. And like, I've had people come into my DMs and say, you know, I've been really excited to apply for a squad and I'm still planning to apply. And I mean, that's, that's on you, but I can't in good faith, encourage people to apply for a program that I don't believe in. Um, so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't believe in that program. I still love the product. Um, and I, I'm not here to slam happy planner. I have six happy planners on my desk and I'm not going to stop using them. Probably still going to make YouTube videos about them, but like, I can't in good faith, you know, encourage people to apply without asking the questions and like looking at, um, like looking at your own, why, like, why are you applying? Why do you want to be a part of this? Is it to check a box or is it something that you're really passionate about? I guess. Well, I mean, I think that there are people that really do go hard for the product. I mean, I'm one of them, you know, like, I think that they're, you know, like you and you are, you are one of them. You know, there are people out there that are just like, okay. Um, if they only want me to use happy planner for a year, that's totally fine because I love it. Yeah. But then, then if you were someone like me who goes hard for the happy planner product, but then gets approached by, I don't know, hello fresh, you couldn't take a brand deal. Wait, but so you don't think that a squad member could take a brand deal from hello fresh? I don't think so. I mean, they said it's competing products, but I do not think that while you're on the squad that you could take any other paid brand deals. I, I mean, I don't know that for sure. Allegedly don't come for me. But I couldn't imagine being a squad member and saying, hey, I need to post this HelloFresh video like (laughs) during my squad time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. And it's all those like nuanced things. Or what if a small planner brand was like, hey, can you help me promote my product? I'm going to pay you. And you couldn't take a paid opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's not good. It's not, and it's not a good look. And I think the bigger picture also is how embroiled the community becomes. Like we were chilling <laughs> like a few weeks ago, we were in the DMs talking to Megan Myra and we were saying there is nothing popping off on the community. Like I was looking because sometimes it's interesting to read the drama from the outside, but there was nothing happening. And now people are like overexcited, you know, they're super excited. They're amped. They can't wait for the deadline. And then when August 9th comes, it's inevitable that people are going to feel hurt and sad because applying for the happy planner squad, just like so many of these other PR teams, it's like a year of preparation. Like you're trying to make, you're trying to curate your feed to look like their brand. You're trying to make your aesthetic look like that. You're trying to make your stories look happy and positive, which is all fine and good. But like, it's not just a year contract. It's all that pre-work and all of the stuff that you do to potentially be rejected. And I think that sucks. Well, I, I just, it's made me feel weird for a couple years in a row. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just need to accept that I'm not a fan of the, of it at all. I'm not either. And I, I do the happy planner did in their defense, post a response. They posted in their stories that, uh, I can't even remember exactly what they said, but they said, they're going to be looking into this uh, be on the lookout for things to come and that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm hoping that some changes are coming to the program, but if they've already accepted squad applications, we're at least going to have squad this year. Yes. I mean, I know that they're probably still going to have squad. Um, Mm -hmm. maybe they have heard us enough to hear that. And I I say us, like I've participated, (laughs) y'all know I'm trying to move right now. So (laughs) it's just, and Leanne peeks around the corner of the happy planner and the planner community. Like She just looks right now. Right. I really am just kind of a lurker. I'm seeing what everybody's posting and I'm seeing, I, you know what, you know, what's wrong with me in my Instagram life is I forget about people's stories, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that could give me hours of entertainment. If I would just remember that people's stories are there, but you know, a lot of stuff that you guys are seeing out there in the community, I don't see because I'm not what I'm not looking at people's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really need to be because that's where like the gold is. Yeah. <laughs> There's some gold there, that's for sure. But you know, I just I don't want for there to be listeners out there that are excited to apply for the squad that feel like they can't share that with us either. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, like that, if that's something that you are doing, because I know at least two of my very good friends have applied. Um, and I won't say their names on here, but I know at least two of them have applied and uh I don't know, man. Like I, I still want to root them on in their journey and maybe they will make the change. Maybe they will be the change makers. Maybe they'll, or maybe us saying something will get them a $500 stipend. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, I I think so. And I, I don't know. I just think that there are people out there who's like, once they join this community and they see that the happy planner squad is the thing that they're like, I want that. And I was one of them and I I was one of them, but like, I have, I am a very cautious person. And so I waited a long time before I even applied because I wanted to make sure I had enough numbers. I had enough, this, I was this, and I was that. Um, and then when I got to that, I was like, well, Hey, I basically did this on my own. Like, what is the benefit that I'm going to get from this? So that was, that was my journey with it. Well, I, I don't know. It was like, 
the year that I didn't make it. And I have heard some people say like not making the squad was a great thing for me and that, you know, I changed my planner life and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. I don't want to say that that's like really what happened to me, mm -hmm. but I did learn a whole lot about a lot of other planner brands after I got rejected by the happy planner. Yeah. And I feel like that is the thing also is that the happy planner historically has not handled the rejection part. Well, I don't know a good way to tell somebody like, we are going to crush your dreams today. I don't know how to make that like a okay moment for people who are going to feel emotional anyway, but historically they've done things like not say anything at all. They've sent out a little printable to people and I'm laughing because it's just, it's a, a, the level of absurdity is, is out there. Well, okay. Um, so last year, last year, the people that made the squad knew for an entire week before the rest of the world. So all of the people that were waiting to hear if they made squad, mm -hmm. the people that made it already knew. Yeah. So it's like that whole week leading up to the big squad announcement and everybody looking to get an email. They didn't even bother to send out emails to the people that didn't make it. They were like, we're going to announce it on this date. And then all the people that made the squad found out like a week before everybody else. Yeah. And I mean, if I'm looking at it on the side of the people who didn't make it, like if you, if you, let's say you have a friend who maybe did make it and you didn't make it. And it's this whole day of like, they're excited. And now you're like, try not to be sad because you're trying to be this happy, positive presence in the community. And it's then just, you, then you find out that your friend knew for a week and didn't tell you and couldn't. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know? So let me just tell this little story as part of my explanation for why I don't like the way that was done. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I was in middle school, I tried out for the cheerleading squad. We get it, girl. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt very brave. Me and my three best friends, all three of us, I mean, all four of us tried out for the cheerleading squad. Mm -hmm. So the morning that they were going to post the list of who made this, the cheerleading squad. I mean, I remember getting up that morning and being so excited to get to school and just being like, I could not wait to see the list. I was so hopeful. Well, then when I got to school, it turns out that all the girls that made the squad had been kidnapped out of their beds by the coaches and taken to breakfast in their pajamas. And so they showed up like that, all excited? Yes. yes. So then the girls who didn't make the squad got up that morning like it was a regular day, excited about seeing the list posted, and all the girls that made the squad already knew it. Yikes. And that's the way I felt about this that, you know, the people who made the squad last year knew for an entire week while the rest of the applicants were waiting for an email. Mm. Yeah. Even yeah. if they did something that was more personable, like have the, have the people who they know are not going to make it, um, like maybe a week before the same time when they tell the people who did make it maybe in separate things in a zoom altogether, maybe even say, you know, show them the face of the person who's the marketing in the zoom talk to them like people if they want to come to the zoom they can if not I don't know like just get on our level please like don't think that you're just this company and I don't know like how can, but how, how can a company that pushes this much happiness be make okay be okay with the community getting all turned upside down during this time like I just don't like it uh, mm -mm. 
does Jeff Bezos own Happy Planner? Like, I just need to know. Like, yeah, <laughs> that would happen. I mean, really, I feel like that the people that run the company should know that these girls that are applying and, and men, boys that are applying to are humans. Yeah. You know, and deserve to be treated as such. And I guess I'm just feeling like that day that they announced the squad last year, I was texting with several different people. Like, did you get an email yet? Did you get an email yet? You know? <laughs> Yeah. And the whole time, all 20 of those squad members already knew they were on it. I know. And the people who didn't make it, it, they almost go into this like hopeful place. And I have been there. They're like, well, I didn't get an email yet, but maybe it's coming later. Maybe they just forgot to send mine. Like you go into this place. Yeah. And it's, it's so sad. And then on the day when it is announced to the entire world, then people are sad posting in their stories. Some people even crying in their stories. And I just cannot. And it's not that the happy planner needs to choose everyone. We are very aware that they cannot choose everyone for this squad model. If that, if they're going to go with a PR team squad type model, they clearly cannot choose everyone, but the way in which they handle the situation, knowing that people are this invested they're like fangirling over this company and they are terribly sad every year. Just doesn't make any sense to me why they wouldn't like maybe take a step back and like treat people like humans. Yeah, I feel the same. And what's really sad about it is that like two days before all this stuff came out, I bought like a whole box of Happy Planner stuff. Which you, in my opinion, I'm using all of my Happy Planner stuff. I am in love with the product, but I am the the company is on a timeout for me. Yeah. The, the company is, the company has a lot of changes to make mm-hmm. on a lot of different levels, not just this squad level. And they don't owe anything to me. Like I'm never going to apply for squad. They really don't owe me any kind of explanation or anything, but for people who do want to apply for the squad, people who have been dissuaded from applying for the squad because of the things that have come out this week and last week, mm-hmm. those are the people that they owe an explanation to. Yeah. And it's still got, I've still got my biscuits a little bit burnt about the fact that they do pay these huge influencers from other communities, but they can't play, pay the influencers in their own. Right. Allegedly they're, they're yeah. supposed, their posts look sponsored. I'm just going to say and we'll really always do. throw in allegedly because we don't have any proof. And y'all know we don't do any real preparation for this show anyway. So, oh, and I can't handle a happy planner lawyer. I'm sorry. I do not have time or energy for that. <laughs> no, no, there doesn't need to be any cease and desist. Like it's, it's all good. Like I still have my box of happy planner stuff over here that I need to get to. Right. And um, like, and talking about these issues in the community and talking about concerns that we have with a company again, doesn't make us want to leave the brand. I feel like if you love a company, you want them to do better. It's like when you're in a marriage, like I'm not just going to let Brian be out here a while and out, like <laughs> doing crazy things. I'm going to sit him down and have a conversation with him because I love him. And because I love my happy planners, I'm going to feel free to call them out, call them in, talk to them when I have a concern and do all of the things anytime I need to. Yes. As you should. Mm-hmm. So happy planner. I'll send you your ring in the mail, but we are married. And so now we need to have a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll be interested to see. I wish that we could have waited and made this episode after the happy planner makes whatever statement they're going to make about squad to be continued on our mega. So (laughs) 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 which we don't have coming yet. Well, I guess we could talk about it on Monday's episode. That's what I mean. Yeah. Our, Mega not, a, not a bonus. No. 
<laughs> no. Don't get crazy, people. We do. No, the I'm trying world. to move. Y'all are not getting a bonus until at least October. <laughs> no, I'm talking. I was talking about a Monday episode. A Monday megasode. <laughs> I did not mean to give you high blood pressure, Leanne. She's like, this woman is going to put out a bonus episode. I'm like, when are we recording that? <laughs> I can barely keep my head up to make the ones that we're supposed to make. And on top of that, everybody, you need to just buckle your safety belts because Monday coming at you is Teresa Collins. Teresa Collins. And we already talked to her and the conversation was amazing. You guys, she is completely adorable. Can I just say she's literally, she's a literal angel. She is so sweet and just so warm and genuine and has like, she gave us her phone number and is like, text me anytime you need anything. Yes. And she's going to be in North Carolina in October and we're going to have lunch. I mean, what just, I am, I'm earmuffsing for that right now because I'm so jealous. I can't stand it. Well, you need to just come to North Carolina in October and have lunch (laughs) with me and Teresa Collins because I'll cancel my anniversary plans. this is more important (laughs) but yes that was such a fun conversation and I mean you guys you're not going to hear a whole lot from Caitlin and I in that episode because she really had a lot to say and she's very positive and genuine and sweet yep she took the reins she knew what to do I'm sure she's talked on shows before and she she rocked it like a true professional seriously she seemed so professional Mm -hmm. and I mean just And she told about her like personal life story. If you guys don't know about her personal life story, buckle your seatbelts. Seriously, she's had a life. So just, yeah. But anyway, that was so fun. So we're looking forward to bringing you that on Monday. So be on the lookout for that. And um, I I guess we'll wrap this up because, you know, it's, we will, this will come up again. It will. So we'll, we'll be talking about it. And, um, I want to tell you guys, if you need, if you want more information or more perspectives, lots of people in the community have been doing lives about this. So, um, Myra has done a video that's still posted. Queen has done several, um, several lives and things that are still posted. Not sure if Meg has done one. And then if you want like the other side of the issue, I suppose, like, because we want to have a well-rounded perspective, I think that the squad even did one and there are some reels and stuff by people. So if you want to look at that to get the full picture of information, that's all out there. Yes, it is. It's there. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just at the end of the day, people that do PR deserve to get paid. Yeah. And, um, if you want to have conversations about this and you maybe have a different perspective, I am totally open to talking with you and like learning and stuff, but don't come at me mean, like, let's have a grown up conversation. I'm, I had a couple of them in the DMS today, so you're welcome to come talk to me anytime. Yes. And if you're applying for squad and you, and you want to do that, like, I am going to be the first one to tell you, good luck. I am cheering for you. If it's what you want to do and it's your dream, then do it. Like there's no shade here for me from anybody who wants to do that. Um, it's just not for me and things are not for everybody. Exactly. And I am, I'm supportive of your dreams, but I'm going to tell you to ask the right questions and to make sure that you're going into it with your eyes open and to, I know if you wanted, if you want it to be better, ask for it to be better. Yes. If we as a community stand up and demand it, then companies will have to make changes. Word. 
So that is where we will wrap it up. Um, I hope that everybody has a wonderful, beautiful weekend and um, stay safe out there and try to stay cool because it's hot and Mm -hmm. um, just all the things. And yeah, uh, guys, we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye friends. Bye.